0: Alright, here it is. It is the end of April. We're popping into summer. Our kids are out of school. What in the world is going on? I am so excited to record this episode for you guys. I literally waited until the very, 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 very end of May so that I could legitimately recap this entire month because it's been crazy town. Like, I thought about recording it a few days ago and then I was like, no, I've got to record it. Like, after all is said and done, there is so much that I have taken away from this this month. And one of the biggest reasons why I love bringing these monthly recaps to you ladies is because I want you to start doing this in your lives. There is so much that you do in your life from the day to day to day to day. And if you don't take the time to sit down and recap and look back at where you've been Two things are going to happen. One, you're going to feel like you're not making any headway. It's going to feel like you're drowning. It's going to feel like you're a failure failure all the time because you don't ever stop to look at the progress that you actually are making. The second thing is that you really are going to only see the negative. There's so much to be grateful for even in your hardest months, your hardest weeks, and your hardest days. I cannot wait. I'm going to just jump right into this episode. Ladies, what do you say? Let's get into the nitty gritty inside of my month of May. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, All right, well, you're probably not new around here, but if you are, this is a very specific episode that is all about me looking inside of what it looks like to be a woman that is trying to run her ship as a mom and as the keeper of the house and as a wife and as a business owner. (laughs) As a working woman, as a working mom, like what does this look like? How do we make this happen? And I decided to do these episodes because um, I've done one since the very beginning of 2021. So January, February, March, April, and now May. This will be my fifth one. I decided to start doing them because I got overwhelmed with this idea and this inspiration as I became friends with my previous mentor and coach that i i really believe it's so important to show our real true selves when we are creating communities online and there's so much about this online space about being inspired by other individuals by learning from them may it be even an author somebody that you're learning from and you're looking up to or you're just taking bits and pieces from it's so important to me that we that we understand that we're all incredibly equal and the same and alike and that my struggles are your struggles and your struggles are my struggles and we all have so much to offer one another and the only way that I knew how to do that with this podcast that I am so blessed that you listened to and that I can connect with you with is to really just open up, and um, to share what what it's been like. And so I'm gonna break this down into four major pillars of my life, which is motherhood, my home, my marriage, and my business. Motherhood has a lot of like me too, like the personal aspect of me as a woman. As a woman, once I became a mom, I really identified a lot in that way, and so I, I just am using kind of that general blanket statement for me um, underneath motherhood for this specific podcast. So once we get through that, then I'm going to talk to you about what it looks like, um, why these things break down in our lives, why I reach my goals, why I don't reach my goals, and um, I've got a specific kind of formula or way or system. (laughs) I do. I kind of have a system for how you can do this in your own life even on a weekly basis which is what I encourage um, so that you can reach your goals too and you can make non-emotional based decisions when you don't reach your goals so that you can continue to move forward and inevitably continue to move closer to that ideal person that you really want to be. Um, and then we'll also talk about what I had to let go of in order to make room for these things to happen in my life. Because it is my true belief that there is no way that the things that we want to have happen will just happen. Something has to give. You, you have to pour into something, which means you're not pouring into something else, right? And so these decisions are really important for us to begin to understand while we're juggling many things and don't want to drop the ball. So what does this look like? If you guys are curious about what any other month has looked like, you can just go back through the episodes. They all are titled the exact same, how I reached my goals in and in the month. And it is a monthly real life recap. And let me tell you, this is real life. Like I'm about to tell you real life. And The truth of the matter is, is that May kicked my butt. (laughs) It blindsided me. It drugged me through the trenches. It totally, almost, almost by the skin of my teeth broke me. It was the hardest month I think I've had in ever. I don't even know. I don't know when I've ever been through anything that hard. (laughs) So, did I reach my goals this month? Yes. And amen. I did. And I'm going to talk about what that looked like. I mean, I really, really did. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And it's not for the faint of heart and it's not for the weary, but women are strong. You are strong and I am strong. And. I'm gonna talk to you about why I think I was able to be drugged through the trenches and still come out on the other end of it and say May was still a success. So um here here's how this all went down. (laughs) I at the very last, if you guys go back like four weeks ago and listen to any of those podcasts for like two weeks straight, you will hear me sounding so nasally, it was insane. So I am like a super crunchy person. I don't really ever take mainstream medication unless it's an emergency, unless it's absolutely necessary. I see a naturopathic doctor. Um, I really try and take care of myself holistically through food, through sleep, through um and then supplements on top of that through not having a ton of stress. I really try and take care of myself so that my body can do the work that it needs to do in order to stay healthy. I try and keep my autoimmune issues under control, all that kind of stuff. So I have been practicing that kind of lifestyle since I was in my early twenties. I had a lot of health problems before that. And that's when I ended up finding this naturopathic doctor and totally changed my life. Like Totally changed my life. And so I have not taken antibiotics since I was, uh, in my early twenties, like at that time was like the last time I got strep throat every three to four months from the time I was 15 until I was about 23 years old, uh, maybe 22. And then that all stopped, um, once I found this naturopathic doctor and I got my, some, some other things under control. And so I just had started learning how to treat my body without antibiotics in a lot of different ways. And, um, that was not the case (laughs) right as I went into May. I, I literally got the worst sinus infection I have ever had. And I wasn't even sick. I never got sick. I just, all of a sudden Got nasal congestion, and then it would not go away. And the very first weekend in May, I had a trip that I took with one of my good friends um, that lives out of state. Her and I met in in a little small town up north, kind of halfway in between where we both live. And I knew that that was coming. I didn't want to cancel my trip, and I was in severe pain. And I was like, "Oh gosh!" So I ended up taking antibiotics. So grateful for that medicine, for the ability for my body to respond really well to it. I didn't have any reactions, which I was a little bit nervous about because I hadn't taken antibiotics in like over fifteen years or something crazy. And it really was so great. Um, And so I had all of that that I was carrying with me when I went into this to this trip that was supposed to be a business trip. I was leaving my kiddos at home with my husband and. There's always pressure and anxiety around that, right? I get super homesick. You guys, like, I am a home body. I'm an extroverted introvert by, like, all the way down to the bare bones of what that looks like and the definition of it. That is totally me, and I I handled it pretty well. I got all my systems in place. I felt really good about it. I've, I've left my kids at home before, but you guys know it's really, really hard to leave kids at home, right? So I get up there. We're doing the thing, and I woke up my first morning there to a message from my dad saying that he's on his way to the hospital. Well, he lives in another small town up in northern Arizona. He's not married. My parents have been divorced. I've really been his big supporter for since he got divorced, really. Um, we have a great relationship, and my heart sank. I was dying inside. And I didn't want to cancel my trip. My dad um, had severe pneumonia and was almost intubated, but was not, and was able to stay in the hospital for a few days. And I finished out my trip. And so I left this small northern town and drove um, two hours to a different small northern town. I talked to the doctors, figured out what it was going to take. My dad was having a really hard time mentally, he's a hard worker been a hard, hard, hard manual labor worker all his life outside. And you try and keep him pinned down for more than like an hour and he starts to go crazy. So I'm trying to talk, I'm just talking him through that, really trying to understand his medical care because he needs a little support with just the overwhelm of that, you know? And, um, then from there I drove three and a half hours home and I tried to get things situated in my life. And, and I was very, um, being a, being a two, a wing two on the Enneagram, my caretaker really kicked in and um, I was heartbroken. You know, my dad was in pretty bad shape and I was trying to figure out how to run my business and show up for my kids and my husband work while I supported my dad three and a half hours away. And, um, he was getting released from the hospital a few days later. I had to drive three and a half hours back up there to get him, (laughs) took him to his house. He had just got everything out of there for him. All of his laundry, all of his food, got him in the car, brought him back down to my house and then started taking care of him. Another three and a half hour drive. So I managed to make all that work and, you know, trying to, to get podcasts pushed out and, and manage, um, the other gal that I have on my team, you know, she was just so great and so supportive. But I just really, in that moment, felt like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> what does this look like now? You know, and and my dad finally started to get a little bit better. And we had had this trip planned as a family to go up north. And he was doing great. He's at the tail end of... Uh, we had, we had taken him back for follow-up appointments to the doctor and he had started showing signs of an allergic reactions to one of the medications. So we took him off of it. He saw my naturopathic doctor. We felt like we were in a really good place. And so we decided to take our trip up North. So we go up there and it was just like a, a short two night thing. We did that. I've got my packing systems under control and it really was, it was a good time for me to be around my family. Well, a day in my dad's allergic reaction to his medication went haywire, and he busts out in literally the worst hives I've ever seen in my life. It was absolutely horrendous. We get him and everybody else back home, <laughs> and, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Like, I don't know. Would I do it again? Maybe. I don't know. Uh It was nice. We had all had cabin fever. I'd been taking care of him in the house, and it was nice for us to get out, but We ended up coming home and and started taking care of him and trying to get his hives under control and I'm still trying to like manage my business at the same time and so I've got this extra person in my house. My dad's sleeping on my couch and (laughs) trying to keep my house clean, trying to keep my kids fed and you know, this is my father-in-law to Blaine, right? It's his father-in-law, you know, and luckily they get along great but you guys can just imagine like what this feels like at that point and um. I just started realizing that, like, I'm going to have to to drop the ball on some things. My dad had a few appointments and I had to rearrange my schedule within the academy. I had to postpone one of our meetings and, and really just look at how am I still going to reach my goals and 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 manage these other priorities that are more important, really, you know, Um, And that was hard. That was really hard for me to look at. And, and it's when we're presented with this and everyone that has a business or work that they have a lot riding on their shoulders, there comes a time where you have to really swallow this hard pill, right? Where it looks like, okay, where do I want to drop the ball? Because life has thrown me a curveball, And now I got to figure out what am I going to juggle? What am I going to move around? And It's very hard for us to say, well, our businesses have to come last. And even though I'm really, really, in air quotes, good at that, I don't want to say like I'm great at it, but I don't normally struggle to put my business underneath my marriage and my home and my children and my family. Um, But there's a growing sense of pride in my community and there's a very much growing sense of responsibility as I begin to take on more and more clients and more students and... Um, You know, more more team members as a part of my company. It just there's there's a lot for me to learn. And all of us as your businesses grow, even when you just take your business from an idea to putting it out in the world. And depending on how committed you are to those things that you show up for really starts to dictate the choices that you make. And that's what I love about these, these recaps, right, is looking at what choices did I make? So I did, I chose to, to be really, really transparent with my girls inside of the academy. Um, These are students that have in their heart and in their finances made huge commitments to themselves and to my program And I take it very seriously. So I was super transparent with them about what was going on. I gave them updates about my dad and about me. Um, Asked them to pray for me and told them, hey, I got to reschedule Wednesday. And, you know, it's, it's really all that I could do in that time. And feeling in those moments like, Chelsea, how do you not fail right now? How do we not fail? I might not be able to thrive in this moment, but what can I do to truly just succeed in this very moment and it it started to come down to I have to think about today and today only which is a a guiding principle in all of our lives or it should be right like we can't worry constantly and I would get overwhelmed with with fear and worry on how my dad was doing and was he going to be okay and like you know nurse Chelsea kicks in and and just the the knots and the pits in my stomach and it just was, it was a lot to try and figure out, but we got through it and it was great. And then, and then Bailey decides that she's going to get more sick than she's ever been ever in her almost four years of life. She got strep throat and she had a 104 fever for four days and it started literally at the same time that Blaine's rotation started. So Blaine for five days, he'll work a day, off a day, work a day, off a day, work a day. So for five days he works, he's home, he works, he's home, he works. And he's gone for like 27 hours in that whole span when he works. So that means I'm on duty for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and breakfast and everything in between, right? So there's no tag teaming anything, Uh, you know, it's, she's vomiting in the middle of the night. Any of those of you that have ever had strep throat or littles with strep throat, it's a bear. Um, it's painful. It's terrible. It's sad. This is the second time she's had it. So the first time she had it, I thought it was viral. I couldn't see in her throat, you know, first time mom mistake, even though I'm not a first time mom, my oldest one just never had it and this time i recognized symptoms immediately and we got her an antibiotics right away yeah yes i'm a crunchy mom when your children need antibiotics i give them to them <laughs> i i thought i would be that mom but when you see your children in pain i'm just like no antibiotics will kick this and there's really not anything that you can do for a kiddo other than give them antibiotics when they're that sick her tonsils were solid white and so i got her antibiotics right away but you know, it's a bear, like getting her to take the antibiotics and, and I would, she wanted to be held 24 seven. I'm talking like 103, 104 fever that I couldn't get to break, you know, doubling up, staggering Motrin and Tylenol. Like it was the whole thing, you guys, it was the whole thing. And I was already run so thin. And here I am three weeks into May, ending my third week of May like that. So That's just what I want you guys to know about May. And it took me a minute to tell you that. Now, let's look at so, what happened through all of that? I was able to give myself wholly to my children as they needed me. You know, that's one of the things that so many of us struggle with, right? It's like, how do we give ourselves to our children when they need us, when our businesses are calling us? How do we do that? Well, I will tell you that this month I banked on my systems more than I ever have in my entire life. And here's the number one reason why I was able to still succeed in my business and in my marriage and in my motherhood. And it's because our systems have been a focal point for me consistently for years and they supported us. They truly supported us was it hard on me and blaine was it hard on our marriage absolutely it was very very hard and we knew it was going to be in the middle of it and i just jumped in and gave everything that i could to my dad and gave everything that i could to bailey and i asked blaine hey can you do this cleaning for me i outsourced to him a little bit more we were very diligent about our communication systems Talking through things. When it comes to my business, my systems were the saving grace. If I wouldn't have had those in place, there's no way that I would have been able to show up consistently. I ditched one podcast episode at one point because I knew that for me, in order to make that happen, they just, there was going to have to be something that was going to have to give. And in order to sit down and look at what was going to give, was it going to be me? Those two hours of sleep that it was going to take for me to produce that entire episode, it just, it was not worth it for me. It totally wasn't worth it for me. And so I can sit here and I can say, did I reach my goals in my business, even though I didn't put out a podcast episode one Friday in May. Well, the answer is yes. And I think that that is so important for you guys to realize. Showing up consistently and having systems in every one of these pockets of your life doesn't mean that it's going to be perfect. It means that it's going to allow you to ebb and flow through every single trial and triumph triumph that you go through as a business owner, as a mom, as a wife, as the keeper of your house. So there was a week when my toilets were super dirty. Does that mean that I didn't have a successful month in May? No, it doesn't. Here's why. My dishes stayed done most of the time. There's a couple nights they got backed up, but that's okay. That wasn't a pattern. That was due to the circumstances and we were able to get right back into our system for keeping the kitchen clean. My girls' rooms are tidy. I'm caught up on my laundry. I did have a suitcase that sat that trip that I took with my friend up in that small northern town the very first weekend in May. It sat on my bedroom floor for three weeks. <laughs> for three weeks. Now, maybe you might say that I didn't really reach my goals in my home for May. Meh. Kind of. That's like Blaine's biggest pet peeve. And for whatever reason, you guys, when I come home from a trip, it's like the hardest thing for me to get my suitcases unpacked. Like, I don't know what it is about that. I'm getting better at it. But it just really was like the last thing on my priority list. And oddly enough, one night when I was dealing with Bailey, super sick in the middle of the night, I came downstairs pitch black. And I stubbed my toes so flipping hard on that suitcase. I literally like tripped myself over it. And I fell flat on my face in the middle of the night. It was like three o'clock in the morning. I fell flat on my face, just thud in my bedroom floor. (laughs) And I had not like emotionally let down at all for three weeks. Like I just hadn't, I was keeping it together. You know, I was sleeping, I was eating, I was praying, I was communicating and I was producing, but emotionally I hadn't let down yet. (laughs) Can I just tell you that I kicked that suitcase on accident. It was pitch black. I couldn't see anything. Blaine's sleeping in bed. This stupid suitcase was still there. Kicked it so hard. I thought I broke my toe to the point where like I actually tripped myself. I'm laying flat on the ground in my bedroom on my face, holding my toe. And all I hear is Blaine go, he gets so upset when any of us girls get hurt that he sounds disgusted, but it's actually just that he's mad that we got hurt. And I was so angry. I was like, just go back to bed. (laughs) And I started bawling my eyes out. Like I laid on my bedroom floor and I cried all the cries after three weeks of like intense emotional pressure. And then I was like, okay. And then I got up and I got into bed and I went back to sleep. (laughs) Okay. It's funny now, but it like, it was like, I know I just needed that moment, I guess. So I really still, maybe I'm just like looking at life through rose colored glasses, but honestly, like my house never went to shambles. There was one day when like everything was out of place and I didn't get it picked up the night before when we go to bed. And sometimes that happens and I'm okay with that. That's why I do these monthly life recaps and I want you to do them too. I, I really think you should do them once a week because guys, it doesn't have to be perfect. You're still doing a really good job. In my business, we've had more students come into the academy in May than we have in the history of the academy ever. May has been the best month. And here's the thing. I had two really incredible partnerships set up where I offered my academy to these other incredible female leaders and their community. They were already established before May even came. Those were booked and on my plate. And I felt stressed. I felt super stressed. I didn't know how I was going to get through it. And there will be a time when you come up against something where you have major stress, either in your business, you've got a new gig, you've got a new client, you booked your first client, or you've got a big speaking engagement, or you're up against something that's new, that's different, that's big, that's hard, that requires a lot of work, that requires a lot of effort, and something else breaks down in your life. It doesn't go according to plan. I hear you guys say this to me all the time. Well, I don't plan because nothing goes according to plan. Where are your systems? Where are your systems? What do you have built inside of the infrastructure of your life that will support you when things don't go according to plan? I don't want you guys to create schedules and plans. Yes, you need plans in place, but plans to support yourself for when life doesn't go according to plan, right? So that was the status of my house. I managed... And once my dad started feeling better, but he wasn't quite ready to go home, I started having him do the dishes. I started having him fold laundry. I am so okay with asking for help. You have to. And I don't want you guys to ever think that any of the progress or the momentum or the success that you see me having over here is because of me being some like wild mountain billy goat rare random creature. I'm not. I just ask for help. I get rid of the things I don't need. I prioritize what I do need and I'm super committed. I'm like super committed. I commit to what I know I'm called to do and that is what I focus on. That's my that's what happened in my business. That's what happened in my house. My motherhood, I was dedicated to my kids. There's one part of my motherhood that was hard. Um, and then we're going to talk about my marriage and and we'll kind of look at this. So when I when we sit down and we look at why I reached my goals in each of these areas, yes, it's systems, but I also want you guys to remember that one way that is absolutely vital to to really understanding, What does success look like? Why did you reach your goals in these areas or why you didn't is, is tracing it back to your routines, right? So I tried to keep my routines throughout like my five time blocks, right? My time blocks were pretty much there. I mean, my kids kind of dictate that a little bit, right? Bedtimes kind of dictate that. But I stayed pretty consistent with that as much as I could. My routines with inside of my time blocks, not all of them got done. And that's okay. But I do know which of my routines are super non-negotiable. I want you to to look at your fundamental needs. What what are your fundamental needs? Do you know what they are? If you have a month, (laughs) a week, a day like this like I experienced through May I hung tight to my fundamental needs my a few of them a few of them left date night didn't happen um it just it just didn't you know we did not have date night through that time I got a sick kid and I'm caring for a sick family member and that was hard on our marriage and so that's something that I I I fully know is vital but it wasn't um in that seriousness, in that serious time, it just wasn't something that we absolutely had to do. Um, but but not having it, we both realized, wow, it is so vital that we have that time to connect with, with, with each other. Um, and then the cleaning and the to-dos, those were the ones that definitely left my working out. It was very, very minimal. Um, but I still got my work blocks in when I could. I started moving my work blocks around to to less convenient times for myself i made life convenient for everyone else and i inconvenienced myself which was an honor and a blessing to be able to do and i i kept gratitude at the forefront of my mind as i was working through all of these things like it is a blessing that i'm able to move my work block from from 12 to 3 until 6 to 9 at night. Do I recommend that on a regular basis? No. Some seasons of life need it. Um, and this was a season in my year, right? This month, I had three solid weeks where I just had to. I had to be more available than, than normal. Like I, I just had to, you know? And so knowing what my fundamental needs are and knowing how important they are to me, and even knowing within my fundamental needs, like, which of them really can get pushed to the back burner in dire emergency, dire need times like this, right? Like, obviously, we're not going to have our family fun when Bailey's sicker than a dog, you know? Like, we watched a lot of movies, <laughs> and we just survived. We did the very best that we could to take care of people But I did know that meal planning had to happen and my Sunday sit down had to happen. And I cleaned to the best of my ability, but I didn't put pressure on myself to get my zone cleaning done. I knew that all those things would fall back into place immediately as soon as everyone was well again. And so if you're sitting over here thinking like, man, why can't I reach my goals consistently? Well, where are your fundamental needs at? How much are you giving to the core needs that you have? That's a great place to start looking. Then what do your routines look like? Do you have high performing habits in your life? Read Brendan Bruchard's high performance habit book. It's stinking amazing. Um, routines are where it's at. And so I tried to stick to my routines. I know that if I get out of my routines for too long, then that's when things go south really quick. And some of my routines, not by choice, but by by just the circumstances that we were living with, couldn't be completed. I couldn't uphold every single routine. My nighttime routine was not what I wanted it to be. It was me taking care of a sick kiddo. It was me making sure that my dad was comfortable. So I didn't get my nighttime routine. Well, that's okay. You know, I, I do have an option to make my nighttime routine look super simple so that at least I had five minutes to myself, right? And I would do that. I foam rolled a few times. My morning routine was super short, non-existent. I slept through it most of the time just so that I could get sleep because that is like a number one necessity for me keeping my immune system where it needs to be so that I don't get sick too. So, Those are the things that I want you guys to go back and I want you to look through. Now, let's talk about my marriage. Guys, I just got back from a marriage retreat. This podcast episode was supposed to be out and scheduled to you. And I contemplated before I left recording it. But I was like, no, I want to talk about my month of May in its entirety. And I just didn't feel right leaving that out. And actually, Blaine and I don't ever do our marriage retreat in the month of May. We always do it in July. But he... um is going through the engineer program at the fire department and he, we have to change our entire summer plans. Remember that fun podcast episode that I put out about making your plans for summer, what your vacations are going to be, the whole thing. haven't listened to it yet? Go listen to it. And then come back and laugh at how funny that is that Blaine and I sat down and we made all our plans for summer. Now we have to change all that, but it's okay. We just did it again. We just put on our big kid pants and we said, that's okay. We can be flexible, right? And we can still have fun. We just, just going to have to look a little bit different. So what happened when we got that news that he, we weren't going to be able to do the vacations that we thought we were going to be able to do. We just did like a quick, like rearrange. And we realized that this whole week was pretty available. And so we called his mom was like, Hey, what do you think? She was like, absolutely. So she took Bailey, Frankie Joe's with her dad. He didn't have work. I didn't have work. We literally threw stuff in a bag and we're like, we're leaving. We're going. And so I was like, oh, I think I'm going to squeeze in this podcast. And I was like, no, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to do it when I get back. And here's why. For the month of May, it was by the skin of our teeth that Blaine and I did (laughs) not strangle each other through all that stress. When I'm emotionally stressed, it puts major stress on our marriage. It puts so much stress on our marriage. And you know, we can be systemized in our business and in our home and with our kids, but if we are operating in silos from our husbands, there's no solid ground for any of those things as a mom, as a business owner, or as a person that's trying to keep house to even think of standing on. It is, it is just important. It is important that you have your eyes focused on the foundation of your life, which is your marriage. Um, I'll just stop rambling about that right now and let you know that I am so grateful that Blaine and I have this system in our marriage that is the the vision retreat/slash marriage retreat. It also was our five-year wedding anniversary, which is so fun. Um, literally on the 27th was our five-year wedding anniversary. And so we were like, heck yeah, let's just do it. And we were able to look at a really really hard time in our life um on our vision retreat may was a hard month for us along with every other part of our lives and so i'm the month of may for our marriage as much of a roller coaster ride as it was was amazing last month in april Blaine and i chose and you'll hear it in the in the podcast episode that i recorded we chose to get some coaching from exo marriage you can go to exomarriage.com. We had been, every marriage has its struggles, right? And so you can either choose to try and figure out how to go through them on your own, or you can get outside perspective, wise counsel, education, coaching. You can do all of that. And Blaine and I just believe so much in not throwing spaghetti at the wall. Why torture each other when there's a proven way to get things done? And that's honestly why I became a course creator because I believe in it so much, like so, 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 so much. Um, and we decided in April that we were going to get coaching on, on a specific area in our marriage that we just struggle, you know, and it really helped paid off. We have terms under which we communicate. We have vocabulary. We see eye to eye and it's just, it's a grounding point for this one topic in our marriage that we just struggled with. And it's awesome. I'm so excited and, and grateful and happy for the opportunity to be able to sit down and work through things and become better teammates. And that really is what the vision retreat is. I have a podcast episode that's all about a marriage retreat that I actually recorded before we went on ours last, um, last year. And you guys can go and listen to that. But I will be doing another one soon. And it just is such a beautiful thing. So May has been amazing um, in, in a lot of different ways. I learned so much from the month of May. It was like the biggest life lesson ever, you know, just so many things. I learned how to be a better leader in my business. I learned how to be a better leader in my community my online community. I learned how to be um, a better wife. That's for sure. And I definitely learned how to be a better mom in a lot of ways from taking care of sick kiddos to making sure that I was spending quality time with Frankie with the little um, or smaller window of time that I had her this month since she had been on vacation a couple times with her dad. And And different things and you know just really learning how to navigate all of this while I have this this big bucket of business in my world as well knowing how to break up my time accordingly so that I give enough to everything when so much of my time was consumed by this curveball I'll just call it that and knowing now that okay hey that wasn't so bad. We got through it. I mean, it was terrible, really. It was horrible. But looking back like, okay, we we can do this. Like, I can communicate with my husband through hard times. Maybe not perfectly, maybe not respectfully every time, but I know how to say sorry and ask for forgiveness, okay? So there's that. I know how to, I know how to be there for my kids when they're super sick or when they super need me and still not drop the ball in my business. Okay? Like I know how to have very, 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 very minimal hours for my business because all these other things are going on in my life and still manage to show up. Like, okay. And there was so much, even though that was so hard, I can confidently say it may not have been my goal to learn all those things this month, but I sure learned them. I let myself go through the process. I learned them and that is why I'm at my goals in May because even though I did not know that that was my goal there was a greater a greater purpose for that I will use this later and so that pat on the back like if you can start patting yourself on the back for the things that you accomplish even though it may not be exactly what you wrote down that's amazing like what an amazing thing to be able to say hey like, I just did this thing. That's a good job. So let yourself go through the trial by fire and sit down on the other side of it and say, All right, did I totally lose my marbles? If I did, why? Where were my fundamental needs? Where were my time blocks? Where are my routines? Where are my systems? What failed me? What was lacking? If you got through it and you felt like, Awesome. Why, what worked? Look at it, collect data on your decisions, okay? So that you can continue this momentum, so you can continue growing, climbing, reaching, achieving, feeling good about who you are as a mom and a wife and a keeper of your house and a business owner, right? So please just know that in every moment, of my life at this point, I am thinking about you. I'm thinking about what you go through. I'm thinking about how and what the culture of of a working mom looks like. It is the most meaningful thing to me that we can connect here and we can talk about this. <laughs> But the problem is, is that I can't hear you unless you go over inside of the Facebook group and you tell me about it. So I know this podcast episode, for those of you, some of you have been waiting, eagerly waiting and refreshing your podcast feed because this podcast episode is many hours late. But I will tell you that what I gave up this month in order to sit here and give you this report was... First of all, I gave up this podcast being on time this morning so I could spend extra time with my husband because after the month of May, we needed it. And at the end of the day, when my marriage succeeds, this podcast succeeds. And that is so important. It is so important for you to know those things, to realize those things in your own life. And if you don't know where those priorities lie and what that actually looks like, start practicing give yourself permission to start practicing, start saying no to that thing. And trust me, trust me. It was like noon and Blaine was having the time of his life. And it started to get warm and fiery in my chest because I was like, I need to go home and I need to record the podcast. And so what did I do? I communicated. Hey, Blaine, I'm having so much fun right now. I'm starting to get a little bit anxious because that podcast episode was like do it 5 a.m. and it's noon. Can we just agree on a time that we're gonna leave so that I can enjoy my time with you? And he's like, Yeah, how does four o'clock sound? I'm like, Okay, great. Four o'clock sounds perfect, you know. And so I communicated through those things, and that's all you have to do is give yourself permission to try prioritizing things the way that you truly believe that they should be and see how it works. Because sometimes in our minds I think, oh well if I don't do that thing, and we'll use this example, and this is this is the perfectionism, right? If I don't get it out at five o'clock, people are going to be disappointed. Oh my gosh, that means this and that means this and and negative, 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 negative. Well, I'm telling you right now, give yourself permission to pour into your priorities in the alignment that you believe they should be in and watch everything be okay. Watch everything be more than okay. Watch it completely soar. It is the most incredible thing. And one of the ways that you can get everything lined up and prioritized is by systemizing stuff. And that's why I have this podcast. That's why I pour into you here and inside of the Facebook group. That is, that is the nuts and the bolts of everything and the reasoning why behind I'm doing all of this. Oh, that's a knock at my door. So let me wrap this up. I will see you guys over inside of the Facebook group. I would love, 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 love to hear, um, a little bit more from you about these episodes and what they mean to you. And, um, as always, it's been super fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. Hey, before you go,